Hey folks, Russ Bailey here. It's time for another Brush Pile Fishing, the video podcast. As always, we've got a great guest in story uh, this morning. It's freezing up here in Ohio. We're going down to a little bit warmer Mississippi. We're going to speak with guide and B&M pro staff, Warren Cotton. Stay tuned. This new podcast brought to you by Bob Cycle in Sydney, Ohio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, folks, welcome back. Uh, our guest today, Warren Cotton, Mississippi guy. Warren, is it warmer down there? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but not much, Russ, man. <laughs> we will the last few days, uh, maybe last four days or so. It's been pretty, pretty chilly, man. You know, uh, uh, I was telling my video guy, I said, you know, Monday through Friday, I normally, we've got a lake five minutes from my house, and I normally do a three-minute or a three-mile walk every day at 5 a.m. And even yesterday, it was 25 degrees. I did it. This morning, it was 16. I went back to bed, man. <laughs> you did, man. Hey, we ain't 20 for us. Far from it. So, uh, nah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel so bad for you guys down there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, so, Warren, let's talk a little bit of Mississippi fishing. We're at the uh, end of January, okay? I know yeah. there's fish haven't started to spawn what pattern are they in right now uh we're still in a, what we consider the, the winter pattern you know crappie seasonal pattern fish as you know russ but um we're in that winter pattern man where a lot of these fish are either on shallow flats or uh right next to that river channel in that deeper water you know uh anywhere from 14 to 20 feet of water um, and, and near that river channel. So, you know, you got different stages of fish at, that are staged in different zones, I would say, of the of the lake. Um, it's not a whole lot of lake to work with this time of the year, as you know, because mm -hmm. of the drop. So, um, you know, it's just all a matter of um, finding, uh, you know, those fish that really want to feed. Okay. And uh, this time of the year is really not hard. Yeah. Now, Warren, you're one of the, the guides that it seems like everybody is going to one pole live scoping. And I know you can do that, but you still offer some good old spider rig trips, don't you? Yeah, man. You know, I, I just try to cater to what my customers like, man. You know, I've been doing this right, right at 20 years now. And, you know, whatever makes them smile, makes them happy. And they, they really like trolling and having a lot of fun with it versus me up there trying to show them, you know, how to pick off one fish at a time. So uh that's that's what i that's what i do man i i just try to cater to my my fan base my clients people that you know like to fish with me and whatever makes them happy i'm gonna roll with it russ i hear you and you know i've talked about this on the show and some of the podcasts of course i've got live scope on my boat and when it first came out i was like everybody else man i was chasing them single fish you know and this and that but i'm telling you those tournament guys you got to give them credit that's a lot of work and for somebody like me i don't tournament fish anymore I'm a little bit older. I like to relax a little bit more. So I use my live scope. I want to see if the fish are there, what yeah. they're doing. Other than that, I go back to a lot of my old style techniques, whether it's long lining or, you know, I love dock shooting. Um, and, and folks, I've done a show with Warren. This was a couple of years ago. It aired last year. If you haven't seen that one, you need to check that out. Now I'm going to tell a little story on Warren here. Okay. So we were all down at the crappie compound 
And uh, if you don't know, look that up. Les Smith, man, he is one heck of a host. Warren, there's a bunch of us down there. John Harrison and and yep. Mayo and all of them. We was and folks, when I say we put the feedback on, we we were we were eating well. But uh, Warren and I had tried to get a show a while back, and and we had some boat issues. And then yep. uh, just due to scheduling, you know, it was hard to get this together. And Warren's schedule was as crazy as mine. He hadn't been able to get on the water. And uh, Warren, you told me, man, Russ, I just don't want to waste your time. I said, well, you know, it's up to you. And and uh, you left the compound, and we were going to plan on doing a spring show. Next thing I know, folks, I get a call that night from Warren, and I think he got scolded by his wife because he said, hey, yeah. he's talking to the wife. And uh, she says, what do you mean you ain't going to try it tomorrow? Tell him that story, Warren. <laughs> yeah, man, my wife, she got on my butt, man. I ain't gonna lie. She rolled me hard, man, about that. She said, you get out there and you do what you love to do. And you, and you know, you make the best out of it. And and, and that's what I did, man. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, a lot of situations that occurred right at the last minute. We, we got faced with a front. So I got hit with problems. During all your shows, the, the shows you did when you were in town, I think my show was one of the ones that got hit with the elements, you know. Um, and so, hey, you, you don't when when you come in town, you never know what's going to happen, you know. And so it just, hey, it, it just happened that way. But, you know, I always tell people, you know, you never know until you go. You don't never know what's going to happen till you get out there on the water. And, hey, we got out there and we caught some slabs, man. So... Um, it, it ended up working out, but, um, you know, Hey, when, um, when you fish every day for a living, um, it shows, yeah. it shows. Yeah. It shows. Well, the thing I remember, like you say, you know, the other guys I did the shows with at that time, we had stable weather. And then when it was your turn, man, we had some <laughs> patterns come in. And even the morning, if you remember the morning that we taped, we didn't know if we would even get a fair shot at it because we had some storms coming in and it was, it was looking nasty. And yeah. uh, folks, we got out there and I'm telling you probably two hours. We had plenty for the show. It was done. Yeah. We got in before the rain and uh, yeah. it turned out to be an awesome show. And that's what we were doing. Spider, spider uh, rigging with some live bait rigs. It was awesome, man. Yeah. And you know, I had my live scope running because like you alluded to earlier, Russ, um, although, you know, I, I do live scope sometimes just picking off, but, but for the most part, you know, I use that live scope, man, to locate these fish, you know, it's just, uh, been one of the most helpful tools to come out on the market, not just for, um, you know, guys that like to do single pole, but also for guys that like to troll like myself, man, it really helps me locate those fish and what column they're, they're hanging the active fish and what column they want to hang in and and rather not hey you even got fish there period you know you may not even you may be in an area where you're just really not showing the numbers so you know it, it eliminates dead water quickly and and, and helps you um, to really put more fish in the boat you know that's one thing that is so true because i've got some lakes that i like to fish with standing timber and i remember back in the day you would pull in those coves and you would just start fishing those trees. You didn't know if they had fish on them or not. And like you say, that live scope eliminates the water, man. Yep, yep, it eliminates dead water, man. Uh, and and so it's just uh, been a helpful tool for me, man. Uh, I, you know, I, and I know those guys work really hard on those tournament trails, man, trying mm -hmm. to locate 
lives go. So uh, I definitely, man, my, my hats off to those that are, you know, out there actually uh, fishing tournaments, man. You know, I did it for a long, long period of time and uh, I know how hard it is. So, uh, you know, kudos to those guys as well. Now, Warren, how long you been guiding down there? Oh, Russ, man. Um, probably now I've been tournament fishing in total about eight, 19 years, 19 years. Uh, I've been guiding about probably half of that. Okay. And you, and, and, uh, uh, you got a few good lakes down there to do it on, don't you? We're, man, I'm telling you, Russ, man, I just can't say it enough. Man, we're surrounded by some of the you know best crappie fishing lakes in the country. As you know, you come down, man. I mean, you you know how phenomenal these fisheries are, man. It's just uh, it's unbelievable, man. And uh, and they're right there in my backyard. I, you know, I was pretty much raised on these lakes, so you know, it's just um, you know I can't say it enough, man. We're we're located on the arc of slabs, you know. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding, man. That highway stretch is dynamite for crappie, man. Dynamite, man. Year after year, I'm gearing up now as we speak, getting ready for the spring bike, man. The books are filling up fast. And so, you know, uh, man, just year after year after year. Unfortunately, we lost the lake, which is Arcabulla. I wanted um, to talk about that. Yeah, but, um, you know, other than that, man, we're man, we're just surrounded. We're so blessed, man. What was the exact issue they had with Arcabulla? My understanding uh, from watching the local news is that it uh, had a hole or a breached hole or something like that in it, and it needed to be repaired. Um, and so I guess it was losing, you know, they were losing water or whatever throughout through the dam. So that dam needed to be patched or repaired or whatever. You want. So um, it's going to be down for the next few years or so, man. And uh, unfortunately, man, it's just, uh, man, it's going to maybe a while before it comes back. It's it, that that's the thing. Even if they get it back up and running, it's going to be, take a long time for those fish to come back. Yep. So yep. now let's switch gears a little bit. First of all, Warren, if someone wants to book a trip with you, how do they get in touch? Man, you, I got a website. I'm on social media. Uh, I'm on all the social social media platforms. Um, I, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, my number is posted. It's public. Um, or you can go to my website, you know, uh, .com. Uh You can call me directly at 901-550-6264. And um, man, I get you on the books. So it's it's I have multiple ways to uh, to get on the books if you're interested in some of this spring action that's going to take place um, with right around the corner. You know, we we always say, oh, it looks a ways off, but really, to be honest, man, the way time's going by so fast, uh, man, it'll be before you know it, man, it'll be here before you know it. And folks, before we continue talking about that spring bite, this might be a good time to bring up this information about the Brush Pile app. The new Brush Pile Fishing Show companion app will change the way you watch a show, but more importantly, it will change the way you educate yourself on crappie fishing. This is so much more than just an app. It will be your go-to source for weather, Brush Pile Fishing Shows, crappie fishing tips, and your own handheld logbook. There will also be contact information for guides from past episodes, special offers from our sponsors, and tips that range from simple to advanced. Download the new Brush Pile Fishing Companion app. It's free for Android and Apple users. It's everything a crappie angler needs. Make sure you check that out. So Warren, 
He's talking about ways to reach you. Are on, are you on that brush pile app yet in the guide section? Um, not sure, Russ, but I definitely I'll find out after the day. After we talk today, I'll make sure that I'm, I definitely want to be there if I'm not there. So we'll look okay. and see and, and make sure that's that's all active and ready to go. And remember, folks, that app, you just seen the ad about it. It is completely free, whether you have an iPhone or you have a Samsung, whatever. It's completely free. A lot of great features on there. Uh, but now we're going to switch gears a little bit because, you know, Warren, I can remember, and it, I guess it's been a while, but it doesn't seem like a while, but I can remember when crappie fishing was something that 99% of the people did in the spring. Some of them might do it in the fall when they come back shallow, but it was a springtime thing when the spawn was over, a lot of people put the rods up and, and that was it. And I think even now we have, of course, a lot more crappie fishermen during the spring, even though now it's a, a year round sport. What's going to go on down there and how shallow will you actually fish in the spring? Man, I fish as shallow as I'm going to say three feet of water. Um, um, I had, I, I spent like maybe a week, um, on Enid, um, this past fall and, um, maybe sometime in, I'm going to say October. Um, and I was literally catching these fish in four feet of water, man, mm -hmm. catching them in four feet of water. A lot of these fish, and I, I'll tell anybody, I, I give up some tips. Man, do not overlook shallow water, flat, shallow flats on these big reservoirs. Don't overlook those shallow flats. Some of these fish are in four feet, three feet. They are roaming. Our fish roam a lot. They don't necessarily, you know, stay on structure like a lot of other lakes I fish where I had to actually locate structure. These fish roam a lot and they like the, they like chasing these big balls of bay fish and these bay fish will get in these shallow, on these shallow flats, man. And a lot of these big old crappie in these shallow areas, they don't get caught. And reason mm -hmm. why, because people don't fish it. When I notice people get close to me, they see how shallow it is, they'll back off. And I'm in there just hammering them. <laughs> Which is okay with you, they back off, right? Me, I got clients on the boat. They're laughing, having a good time. That's what it's all about. Yep. I got to locate these fish, and I'm going to go where I feel like I can catch those fish. Yep. And one thing, folks, you know, Warren is always prepared. Uh, the show we did was a live bait show, but I know he uses the crappie magnets. If you're a jig fisherman, you're going to have that opportunity. Warren, you probably haven't seen the new bait from crappie magnet that I've been working on with him. It should be out here real soon. Now, John Harrison, rumor has it, John Harrison may have one or two of them from my <laughs> trip earlier this summer, but I, I, I can't confirm or deny you know, John, John always going to be ahead of the game, man. He's always going to be. <laughs> uh, uh, John, something, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast there, man. Man, that guy, you know, I've learned so much from that guy, man. He is, uh, I'm talking about knowledge-wise over the years, many, many years of tips and stuff from John, man, has really helped my game as well. So kudos to John, uh, John Harris. Well, you know, I joke about it, but me and John go back a long way. We've done several shows together. One of the things I want to talk to you about too, I know you like fishing Enid mostly, correct? Uh, no, uh, mainly Sardis. Sardis. So is there a place, because I'm, I'm not sure on this one, is there a place where you do any wade fishing there on Sardis in the spring? 
Um, really, it it's um in the areas like Hurricane Creek. So um, basically, that's a that's a good area to wade in around Hurricane Landing. Okay. Um, located on if anybody's interested in wade fishing for crappie um when the water starts to get up hurricane landing there's a good area to do some wade fishing um okay. so that's it's it, it does have other areas on the lake that that guys like to wade fish but that's one of the popular ones i know okay where you, uh catch fish for uh crappie weight now, on a normal year, and I know water temperature and water depth and flooding and everything comes into play, but on a normal year, when is that spawn going to start and when is it going to be full boom? Um, right now, I, I'll, well, just for me personally, I feel like um, it really kicks into high gear around mid-March to late mid to late March, it really gets in, you know, full swing and it'll run all the way to about, and depending on the temperature, it'll run all the way to about maybe mid April. Okay. Probably a be about it. Uh, uh, That'll never probably be about it. You know, give or take the temperature. If it rises real fast, you know, you, you, it may be early April. It may be, you know, Early or a little bit earlier than 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 uh than mid April. Yeah. Now, do you okay? So, do you have openings right now for the spring? Do you have yes. any left? Okay. So, folks. Yeah. Okay, folks. If you have never been to Mississippi fishing, you need to give Warren a call. If you are a crappie fisherman, you owe it to yourself to experience this down there. And one of the things too, Warren, even if someone calls, they've only got a couple dates open and they call you, you and a couple of them other B&M guys, you guys work hand in hand and you always check and see if there's opening. So you're a good place to start on that. Oh yeah, no doubt. I got a team of us, you know, it's, yeah. it's, you know, quite a few of us and I'm building my own team, my immediate team. And those guys are being them, you know, they, they, we're, they're all being them guys, you know, if they with me, they're being them. And that's just the way it is. And, um, I'm, I'm building a, you know, a little small team of guys as well as some of the guys that are already on pro staff. Um, and so, yeah, man. Um, come on down. Look me up. Get on the books. I always say get on the books. Um, you know, get off the couch and get on the books. Yes, sir. They won't regret that. And folks, <laughs> and again, you'll have a ball, not just catching fish, but Warren's a great guy to fish with. I've been there. Warren, I don't have dates yet, but I know uh, I'm going down there this spring. We're going to try to get a show with Les Smith, uh, John Harrison, Mayo. If you are open, I would love to get that other show with you too, man, in, er, during the springtime. Man, I, I would say this, let's just go, let's go ahead and start, you know, getting boxing in those dates. Okay. So that I don't, you know, I don't overbook, you know, on, you know, that way we'll already have a slide. Even if, you know, something happens, at least we already have a date plan. And that's just the way I like to do it. Yep. Well, should I give you that date or should I contact your wife on that? <laughs> <laughs> the real boss, man, the scheduler. <laughs> oh, you're not right for that boy. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I uh, actually, you know, I'm getting ready to head to Florida here. Hope, well, weather permitting, we're going to Florida. I'm going to do a show with friend Joe Carter down there and Gary Burks. Uh, Gary's another one. He's a blast to, to fish with. But as soon as I get back, I'm going to go ahead and get with Les and John and them. We'll try to come up. Maybe I'll get a group text, get a tentative date with everybody. Yeah. 
that'd be awesome, man. That way I could go, you know, give you the dates and and go ahead and lock you in. Even if I do like a couple of days and box those off, those days off and have a little bit of flexibility right there where we can, uh, you know, get a show in. Man, I love to do it, Russ. Love to do it. All right, folks, you heard it. I've, I've told you, you got to get down to Mississippi, get on a boat with him. You'll have a ball. You see, I'm going to do it again. So, uh, i tell you what, Warren, it's always good talking to you, man, even though I know it's a lot warmer down there and you're killing me, man. But, uh, hey, good luck on the upcoming season, and I uh, can't wait to get back on the boat with you. Thank you so much for having me, man, on your show. Uh, we appreciate it. If you all are looking to get on the books, hey, go ahead and do it as soon as possible. We're filling up fast. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm on different platforms. So just uh, give me a call or go to my website, www.warrencottonoutdoors.com, or call me at 901-550-6264, and you won't regret it. There you go, folks. Warren Cotton from Mississippi. Folks, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It's always great to talk to some of the best anglers across the country. Warren's definitely in that category. So you stay tuned. We'll be back again with Brush Pile Fishing, the video podcast.